Welcome to the Hardwood Hustle Podcast, where we know and believe in the value of a coach. We're here to educate, empower, and encourage you to lead like never before. As we sit here currently distant from our teams, unsure of when sports will resume, it's understandable to just wait it out. Let's just see what's going to happen and do nothing during this time. But is that what we should be doing as coaches and leaders? Should we be doing more? And if so, what should we be doing? TJ and I today discuss that and we share some tools and resources coaches and players can be taking advantage of during this break. Coaches, let's jump in. TJ, obviously in the height of the coronavirus, we're separated from our teams. And I think all coaches are asking themselves the question, what do I do in these moments? Right? How, how do I best lead my teams? We're distant. Don't even know when we're going to have a season again. Don't even know when we're going to see my players again. So much is unknown. So what do I do right now? Do I do nothing? Is it even worthwhile doing anything? And I think it's a question we need to discuss. I've had that conversation with a handful of coaches recently as well. I want to kind of tee it up for you. Where, where, do, you, where do you go with this, TJ? Because I think it's a fair question, and it's one coaches are wrestling with across the board. Yeah, you know, it is a very fair question. The first thing I would say is um, that everybody's dealing with it. So don't feel like yeah, the pressure of coaching is that I'm getting behind, right? And one of the really great blessings of this time is that nobody's getting behind. Nobody can do anything, you know? And so you don't have to feel the pressure of keeping up with the Joneses and this team's doing that and they got workouts going. So one, one thing I would encourage you know, from a personal standpoint is be okay with the calm from your team because um, I've been thinking about this well. One of our listeners, Seth Nix, he's a soccer coach out in Oklahoma, and he's an avid listener, and he, he sent me the same question. You know, how do I build culture during this time? How do I continue to grow our team? And, you know, I, two simple things. One thought that I had as soon as he asked the question, and then what are we doing with our team in this moment? Uh, the first thing I thought about when he asked, what do we do to build culture is I thought this is a phenomenal time to build leadership so that when you actually come back to your environment, the culture ceiling is that much higher. And so I know you're, you're, you can share in a minute, but I know you, you guys have shared some um, with just our community and lead them up community, some they can do with players over 21 day period. But that was my first thought is just build leaders, build the individuals. It is hard to create culture when you're in a remote place. Now we do that with PGC. Everything we do is online in our meetings. We do very simple, subtle, but everyday things to build culture like celebrations of each other to make sure that we always are, are um, being thankful, show gratitude. We do those on a daily basis, but it's a whole nother thing to build culture within a team when you're in person. And so I, I really think the number one thing you can do right now is, is grow leaders. And, and then when you show back up together, the ceiling uh, that you could that you could uh, reach is much higher than the one you could reach without growing those leaders. So whether that's helping them to pick books, whether that's having individual meetings with them, um, just stretching everybody's leadership ability is the place that I would start if you're looking to build a culture. Um, you know, we can talk about the other things, the physical and the basketball stuff, but build a culture. I'd go directly to leadership. Almost press pause on your culture just a little bit. I mean, there's some little things that you can do. Um, but put a heavier emphasis on leadership. What about you, Adam? Yeah, I mean, I'd actually argue that they're in, intertwined, right? I think if you develop the leaders, I think naturally you'll help improve the culture, even if you're not directly working on the culture specifically. Uh, great leaders 
produce great cultures in most cases. So if you focus on the people development, they will build everything else. And I think this is a time to help keep your athletes living purposefully, TJ. I think if we're not intentionally laying out game plans and, and organizing certain things, we allow our players to begin to wander in this moment. And I think we have to recognize our players may be struggling mentally and most likely are during this moment as well. They've been removed from their friends. They've been taken out of their own routines. They've gotten sports taken away from them. They're struggling, right? So I think for us as coaches, there's been a lot of coaches that have asked me, like, is it even worth doing, right? As you mentioned, we have a 21-day playbook, which I'll share in a second. But even in our promotion of that, coaches will reply back, is it even worth doing, Adam? You know, I don't know if we're even going to have a spring season, and I think it's even more so important to do it because of the fact you may not have a spring season to the points that I just mentioned, right? Your players are looking for guidance. What should I do? What should my days look like? Do I have anything to quote-unquote live for, to work for? I know that may sound dramatic and extreme, right? But like their, their routine, their purpose as a 17-year-old is to be a great basketball player, right? To work on their game and improve their grades. And some of that's been taken away. Now they're like, what do I do? What do I do with my time? And I think it's so important that we, we give them guidelines and blueprints and opportunities for them to continue growing during this time. We also have to remember, to your point, TJ, leadership growing never ends. It's a never ending process. In fact, we talk about it all the time. Leadership growth needs to happen and take place in season, off season, all seasons. Well, this is an off-season, quote-unquote, all-season moment right now. We don't know when season's coming back. So to your point, even more the importance of growing leaders. I think this time, it gives us an opportunity to plant seeds of growth in our players. I think it gives time to create momentum within our teams at this time. I think it'll allow you that when things do resume, you can, quote-unquote, pick up where you left off rather than starting from square one. If you continue operating in a growth mindset, uh, organizing things, one resource you can take advantage of is the 21 day leadership playbook that we put together. We took a collection of six exercises, broke them into a really unique, fun 21 day rollout. It is designed, it's free of charge. You can access it on Lead em Up or you can hit us up on Twitter and we'll send it to you. It's a PDF, has a variety of different exercises. It is designed for you to identify one or multiple captains to kind of spearhead it. Those individuals would be simply responsible for getting it out to all the players so that everybody has it in front of them. They'll be responsible for reminding the players, hey, remember tomorrow we're doing this. Remember uh, in two days we're doing this, just being that daily reminder. And then they also will be responsible for helping continue to build excitement and enthusiasm around. You want to keep building that energy during the course of the 21 days. So we encourage you to get it. Identify one, two, maybe three individuals on your team that could help kind of spearhead it, get it out to all your players, and go through the course of the 21 days together as a team doing the leadership playbook. It'll be a chance for them to feel connected. It'll give them purpose in a very uncertain time, and it'll help your team continue growing and building. Brandeis Women's Basketball, it's a D3 program up in New England. Um, one of our regional coaches, Asim, he's an assistant coach for them. And I think some of the players on their own went and started doing this playbook. 
and they even included the freshmen coming in. So these are freshmen that are actually still in high school that aren't quite on campus yet, but they included them, and I thought this was incredible because they wanted the moment those freshmen step foot on campus to know what the team's already about, right, to begin building some of that momentum prior. And I think that was genius. I mean, what a great idea, and it makes so much sense. So I think this is a great opportunity, and, and it'll really position yourself for growth that much greater if you really take advantage of this time and don't waste it. Yeah, I think another thing that we can really do during this time is, like you just offered up to our listeners, but give players resources. One of the things I'm noticing, with like even with my own children, is like, you know, hey, I want to go get better at basketball, and then they go down there, and they're not sure what to do. They shoot around. They do a little bit of this. They're – they may not be positive on what kind of workout they should be doing, what books they should be reading. And I think um, I started a Google Doc uh, for our team, just w- one more way for us to connect and stay in regular connection with our with our players. But uh, we put on there like a gratitude list, a prayer list, if anybody needs that. But then we also set a second tab in the Google Doc is resources, videos you can watch on leadership or um, different uh, books you could be reading about leadership and different things you could be uh, reading or watching on developing your own game for di- particular players that need to grow in an area. So I think one of the, the greatest things you can do during this downtime is give them resources. Cause what I've talked to a lot of players, they don't know what to do right now. They're having a hard time and we all have limited situations in what we can do, but I, it could be at home full body workouts for those that don't have access to weights. It could be, there's so many ways that we can continue to serve them because I think many times we take for granted, they know what to do. And, um, I, my own struggle was like, gosh, I was lifting weights every day and I don't have weights. What do I do? You know? So I was like, go to Pinterest, read something, do, you know, try to figure out something to do. So we, we need to be a resource as much as ever for players right now. Let's catch up with our friends over at team snap for today's halftime communication tip. John Wooden had a famous quote that said, if you don't have time to do it right, when will you have time to do it over? I think that applies for communication as well. If you don't have time to communicate effectively and correctly the first time, when will you have time to do it later? It is so important that we utilize the time in our communication to effectively communicate right out of the gate to eliminate the need to have to come back to it all throughout the practice, all throughout the game. Thanks to our friends over at TeamSnap. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash hustle to learn more about the communication app being used by over 15 million people across the globe. TeamSnap.com backslash hustle. And before we jump back in, let's catch up with our stat sheet and our friends over at ShootAway. Kyle Korver in the 2009-2010 season shot 53.6% from beyond the arc. Holds the all-time record for three-point field goal percentage in a season incredible. When you hear that number, it blows you away. The first thing I think about is, wow, he's good. And the only way he got to that level was by putting in the work, getting his shots up, getting his reps. And there's often considered no better tool in the country to be able to work on your shot than utilizing Shootaway's The Gun. Make sure you check out Shootaway.com and figure out how you can get one of their Shootaway guns in your gym today. Now let's jump back into the action. TJ, I, I saw it firsthand this past week, actually. I had um, spent one of the days this week FaceTiming a bunch of the athletes I work with. And it was interesting. One individual I FaceTimed, his coach actually put together a team-wide at-home workout plan for him. 
I don't know if it was the coach and a variety of people, but either way, this player, I said, hey, how's it going? You know, obviously just catching up with them and, you know, hey, you staying in shape? Are you working out? You, you getting your workout in? Oh, yeah, man, it's been really good. Coach, and he held up the sheet of paper. He printed it where a coach has them going Monday through Friday following this workout plan, and he held it up, and he, he walked me through it. He's like, yeah, coach has all of us doing it. We're all doing it. It's really tough. And, you know, but, yeah, each day, you know, I'm doing a morning one, and I'm doing an afternoon one. And you could feel the purpose in his voice. There was a confidence. There was a continuity, a connection. They felt like, hey, we're still growing in spite of that. An hour later, FaceTiming with another player at another school with another team where that wasn't taking place and asked the same question, hey, how are you staying in shape? Are you continuing to work out? And he began to just randomly kind of stumble through the different exercises and things he was doing. Not very purposeful. He's, yeah, yeah, coach, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of, you know, trying to do some push-ups, you know, trying to, trying to do some sit-ups. You know, I've got these dumbbells over there. I've been doing some curls. Like, it wasn't very purposeful in his explanation, and understandably so. There's no plan there. He's just kind of figuring it out. Doesn't feel like he's doing it with a team. Doesn't feel like he's part of a bigger picture. Just those two conversations communicates the drastic difference of a coach's role during this time and one who's just letting their players kind of figure it out. So I think from that perspective, it was eye-opening for me, but it should be eye-opening for coaches as well, hearing that that I need to be intentional. And if I do, you know, I can actually set my players on a path to help them really grow during this moment and actually feel empowered and encouraged during it. Yeah, that's really good. I, I think another thing we can do is be available. You know, I, I think that uh, oftentimes we lose sight of, you know, things that might be going on in their world because of things going on in our world. And you don't know, like we talked about before, you don't know whose parents might be losing a job or who may be struggling because of this or, you know, whatever family issues they may come across or who's having a trouble getting, you know, to a meal. And another thing that I heard is, you know, some schools didn't want to close down because of students not being able to get food or for many students, their school was their refuge to get away from what was actually going on at home. And so for many students, it, it's, it's not as, uh, promising uh, being away from school to, to their environment and back home and what they're doing. So I think being available for players and, and really asking questions and listening at what they might need, because I think their needs have changed when we see them every day and they're kind of in this routine, there's a certain set of needs. And now all of a sudden the game has changed and there's another set of needs. And so I think assuming that life has gone on as, as regular or normal for them would be a bad assumption. I think we got to make sure we stay in our, in their lives with an ear open. That's a great point, TJ. I actually think an honest question of, hey, what do you need right now? And, and almost make them answer it. So you may not get an answer if it's open-ended like that. Hey, but give me three things you need right now. Right? Actually make them answer and list out something if you're not going to get an answer the other way. But I think that's a fair question. And what do you need right now? Because to that point, I, I agree. Needs have changed, and we should be there wanting to provide those needs. I also think, TJ, people want to connect more than ever nowadays also. So I actually think reaching out and that engagement, I think our players actually, they're, they're craving it. They're missing it. We're not being connected. We're not talking to as many people as we normally do. So I think I was actually on a corporate call um, for my corporate work, and we were talking, the, the sales reps were talking. It was an interesting conversation. They said people that they've called for months trying to get an appointment or get on the phone but have never been able to, to do it, They've been unsuccessful for months. They've made calls over the last week or two, and the people pick up. 
And not only do they pick up now, they actually want to talk. And it's really interesting. I think that's just a shift in, in what has happened that people are craving some connection, right? People are in tough spots and they want to talk. And if there's someone who wants to talk with them, they'll talk with them in return. And I think our players probably are craving that too. They probably won't verbalize it because they're not always great at verbalizing their emotions and feelings. But I think at this point, as the coach, understanding the circumstance, we just need to assume that they do and, and help connect and engage them in that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I, you know, with an ever-shifting environment, playing field, we've got to be able to adapt. And I think all those are good ways. And I think thinking about where do I need to adapt in growing leaders? Where do I need to adapt in the culture? Where do I need to adapt in support? providing my players with things they can get bigger, faster, stronger, where do I need to adapt in the basketball skills? Where do I need just to be available and adapt in being a, a person of, of influence in their life? I mean, there's so much to think about. And it seems like such a small shift, but really is a seismic shift. And the fact that so many things can change. And oftentimes we know this in a player's life, when one thing changes, everything changes. And mm-hmm. so being aware that change might be on the horizon and, uh, and being available and adaptable is going to be really important. Here's one other thing to think about for coaches. Coaches right now are taking a lot of time to learn and work on their craft digitally. You see it on social. I see it on social. There's a lot of these webinars happening, a lot of these conferences online, virtually. Well, think about that. Coaches are recognizing this is an opportunity and a time for me to grow and work on my craft and improve some stuff. Well, the same could be happening for our players. They may not have the same mindset and that same initiative within you know, that the coaches are exhibiting right now. So, but if we are taking advantage of this time, let's set our players up to take advantage of this time as well. And, and I'll actually, I, I, will, I will bet, TJ, that when we come to the other side of this, we're going to see programs and teams become very successful. And when you ask the questions, hey, tell me some of the things over the last year, I promise you those teams that, that are on the other side of this better will point back to this time and they will refer to some moments and some instances during this moment and say, we did a few things at this time that changed everything for us, that really helped us. I I promise you, we will hear stories of that. So let's not take advantage of it. Let's not, you know, uh, miss out on these opportunities because we'll never get them back, right? We'll never get those couple weeks where we're all at home, where we all have ample time to connect and grow man, we missed it. You'll, you'll never get it back. Right. I think we need it. We need to jump on this now and, and certainly take advantage of the opportunity. Absolutely. TJ, listen, if you have any thoughts on this coaches, any additional resources, I know PGC has the peak, which is one of the tools that they've recently come out with, uh, with daily workouts and daily videos and such for players uh, to take advantage of. So you can go check that out at PGC basketball. It's called the peak. Uh, great, great content being released. If there's any additional content that coaches can use that they could use with their players, send it over to us. Uh, we'd love to, to help be a resource for that, to share it on our social pages, to provide additional resources. But uh, we are the Harwood Hustle. I am Adam. He is TJ. Until next time, we are out. Hey, coaches, one more thing before you go. Got something new coming to you from our friends over at PGC Basketball. They've recently developed an online mentoring program to inspire and equip your players while they're off of school. The program includes initial video calls to build customized plans for your workouts. 
different readings and different daily habits, as well as ongoing video calls for support and accountability. If you would love to be able to have one of your players get into a mentor relationship with one of the individuals from PGC and you just knowing what that would produce within your player, you need to take a look and check out PGC Basketball. Find the information and resources associated with their new online mentoring program and get your players linked up today. Coaches, appreciate you. Till next time, we're out.